This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds and Benson burners. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that likes and has always liked Kristen Stewart, no matter what the Twilight haters say. Coming to you from a hotel room in San Francisco on October 21st, 2015. Back to the Future Day! I'm very excited to be interrupting Back to the Future 2 tonight at the Castro Theater with 1,400 of my Bay Area friends in attendance. Tomorrow night, Douglas Movies returns to the appropriately named Nerd Melt Theater, the hot room in the back of Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. Three great guests. Ten bucks gets you in. Two old bees and a newbie, if you must know. Sunday, I'm doing a stand-up show at Comedy Works in Denver. Don't forget your name tags, even though it's a 420 stand-up show. Just because it's stand-up doesn't mean we won't play a game. And just because it's at 420 doesn't mean you should forget to come. (laughs) And don't forget to check DougLovesMovies.com to see if I'm coming to your town or close by. That's DougLovesMovies.com. I'm really getting my movie on now that 2015 is coming to an end, and I'm far from completing the 365 movies in 365 days DLM challenge. I'm definitely not doing this again next year. Movie number 227. Ooh, movie number 227. My name's Jack Hay. Ooh. That's the only impressions I can do is ones where you have to say, you have the person has to say who they are in the impression. Ah, I'm Doc Brown, the intern. Pleasant enough, Nancy Myers concoction. It was just too slow and too low on laughs for my taste. It's one of the movies where some of the jokes are timed better in the trailer than they are in the actual movie. De Niro and all the other actors are great, but the whole thing is a tad predictable and cutesy. Yeah, cutesy. That's not something you should have to say about a De Niro movie. Oh, that taxi driver was real cutesy. The Fan was a really cutesy movie about a knife salesman who tries to murder a baseball player in the rain during a game. Yeah, a game that didn't get rained out, even though it's pouring. What are you guys saying about The Intern? Big Nige One says it's tolerable fluff, best suited for moms and Anne Hathaway completists. I, you know, there might be a couple Anne Hathaway movies I haven't seen, but uh, even though sometimes she gets on my nerves, uh, she's a very pretty lady and a, a good actress. So I liked her in The Intern. Daniel Grima says Robert De Niro playing the nicest man ever. Yeah, he's a real sweetheart in it, that's for sure. Helvetica Tronic says, kind of stiff, but occasionally heartfelt. Road Crew 1, De Niro and Hathaway have good chemistry, but third act revelations leave it a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean, there's revelations in the third act. Not much happens, really. Shaw Hankery saw, saw it as movie number 277, so he's doing much better than me. The cast was great, and for a Nancy Myers movie, it was spot on, just not cup of tea. Okay. Of course it's not a cup of tea, it's a movie. You should say not my cup of tea. <laughs> Dunaj underscore Andrew. Loved it. Funny and interesting. I was 100% invested. And then he posts the, uh, the poster. 
Experience never gets old. Oh, that'll be a good one for the uh, the old whose tagline is it anyway game over on Doug Loves Movies. I wonder if there's anybody out there that listens to Doug Loves Minis but doesn't listen to Doug Loves Movies. I think I've asked that question before, but if you are such a person, reach out to me on Twitter or, or click on contact on the uh, DougLovesMovies.com page and just write a little note saying, I listen to Doug Loves Minis but don't have time for Doug Loves Movies. I mean, maybe such a person exists. Ptolemaic Golf saw it as the movie number 342, so that dude is well on his way. I mean, he's going to be wrapping up early. He's going to get the 365 in way ahead of time. And he says it's a shame they had to cut out all the scenes at their Bangladeshi sweatshop. They don't entirely get that. I guess it's... I guess in the movie, Anne Hathaway runs a company that makes clothes, and uh, so he's making a joke that uh, they're made by sweatshops. Fair enough. Movie number 228, Goosebumps. You know I love Jack Black and Geese. Bumps, not so much. But this one is for the kids, or adults who get scared by kids' movies. Jillian Bell and Ken Marino show up and don't get to do anything funny, which is a shame because they are the funniest. Let's look up what you guys are saying about Goosebumps. G-O-O-S-E-B-U-M-P-S. Return. Uh, Dinaj Andrew says, Childhood memories. It was fun. Good show. See, there you go. There's an adult that enjoyed it. I did like the gnomes. I thought the gnomes were kind of fun. Running around, causing havoc, and then just coming back to life whenever they get broken. That could have been a whole movie. Just a gnomes movie. Ralph Varlis. Fun, kid-friendly Halloween movie. Yeah, it is most certainly kid-friendly. The kids in the theater I saw it in, none of them, you know, screamed or cried or anything. I mean, I guess maybe they are just enjoying themselves. Uh, Devin Decker says, wish they had featured some more iconic monsters. Well, there's a few iconic monsters in there. I mean, they're all, except for the gnomes, I think they're mostly iconic uh, monsters. Clotheshanger13 says, Millennials rejoice. The Goosebumps movie is actually good. Yeah, well, there you go. And then, <laughs> this is funny, we got, just because I searched for DLM Challenge Goosebumps, uh, I got uh, reviews where people said something about Goosebumps. Ralph Verlice saw Broadway Idiot, the documentary film about uh, American Idiot, the uh, the musical, and uh, he wrote, Broadway Idiot gave me Goosebumps. They need to tour. Who needs to tour? Green Day? Have they not toured in a while? And then LeBlancers... Uh, says a Kurt Cobain montage of Heck gave him goosebumps from start to finish. Uh, that's probably true. That's a it's a pretty uh, interesting movie. Number two twenty nine. I got to attend the premiere of Nasty Baby at the ArcLight in Hollywood. Didn't particularly like it, but I admired the attempt to make a movie that is unpredictable and has major, massive tonal shifts 
But this one just goes off in a direction I did not care for, and I just found myself wishing it was over. Always great to see Kristen Wiig. Interesting that she, you know, is doing dramas and not just always comedies. And I was happy to see that the movie has no baby in it, nasty or otherwise, in theaters, some theaters, this Friday. Number 230, The Messengers from 2007. Watched it on Encore here in my hotel room. It stars Kristen Stewart as part of a family that moves to a farm where freaky ghost stuff starts happening. This isn't a found footage movie, but the footage should have gotten lost. It's the kind of movie that relies on loud, sudden noises to try to scare you. Kind of like when I yell at Karen on Dining with Doug and Karen that we're going to eat and it makes her jump. Uh, but that's... The things making you jump is possibly, especially when it's just a noise on the soundtrack, uh, you know, music noise, which isn't happening to the character in the scene, is possibly the cinematic trope I'm most tired of. Kristen Stewart is good, though. As a young lady who is much more proactive than Bella Swan. <laughs> All right, you guys. Enjoy Back to the Future Day. I'm going to go see a movie or two this afternoon here in San Francisco, and then I will be at the Castro Theater tonight. Thank you for buying all of the tickets. I'm excited that everybody's so excited to get together and watch Back to the Future 2 on a very, very big screen. And as always... Biff Tannen is a shithead. This is Douglas Manny. Me.